Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. We live in a highly competitive environment with a high tolerance for rudeness and debasement. Politics provide only one obvious example of how it has become increasingly acceptable to behave in venomous and degrading ways towards others. We certainly see models of this in the popular media, sports, talk radio, cable news reporting, celebrity culture, and among many high-tech business leaders. And in fact, the more outrageous and unkind some people are, the more they seem rewarded and reinforced. They certainly get plenty of attention. In this fast-paced world, kindness and compassion takes a back seat to selfies, self-interest, and expendable human interactions. Yet, in the deepest parts of our psyche, I do believe that we recoil from this new normal way of interacting with each other. At the end of the day, we value and appreciate kindness, civility, integrity, and wish to live in a community that also values these qualities. While our culture, community, and politics might atrophy and gravitate towards meanness, we really must do all that we can to push back and push back hard by demanding kindness, civility, integrity, and not allow the rudest in the room to get too much airtime, attention, and reinforcement. After all, these are behaviors we would never tolerate or encourage in our children, neighbors, friends, or colleagues. Wherever there is a human being, there is an opportunity for kindness. World Kindness Day is an international holiday that was formed in 1998 to promote kindness throughout the world and is observed annually on November 13th as part of the World Kindness Movement. It is observed in many countries, including the United States. World Kindness Day presents us with the opportunity to reflect upon one of the most important and unifying human principles. On a day devoted to the positive potential of both large and small acts of kindness, try to promote and diffuse this crucial quality that brings people of every kind together. There is a fallacy of success that every person is waiting to be discovered or become rich, believing it holds the key to their happiness. Yet when they attain success, they long for their former life, having underestimated the trappings of fame and celebrity. The plain fact is that the planet does not need more successful people, but it does desperately need more peacemakers, healers, restorers, storytellers, and lovers of every kind. It needs people who will live well in their places. It needs people of moral courage willing to join the fight to make the world habitable and humane. It needs people who will live well in their places. It needs people of moral courage willing to join the fight to make their world habitable and humane. And these qualities have little to do with success as we have defined it. People who give unconditionally, the givers, are the ones who achieve the most. 
Being kind is not only good for your health and well-being. Studies show that people who carry out acts of kindness for others have higher levels of psychological flourishing. The emotional, psychological, and social well-being compared to those who acted kindly towards themselves. And it's more than just making one person's life better. Research shows that if you do something nice for someone, they will do something nice for four people, and each of those will do something nice for four other people, and so on. Think about it. Kindness is a gift everyone can afford to give. The business world is often portrayed as a highly competitive ecosystem in which you need to fight to get ahead. To a good extent, that's very true. Entrepreneurs need thick skin, drive, and intense focus to succeed. But it's also important for entrepreneurs to remember the value of kindness. Dolly Parton said, You can be rich in spirit, kindness, love, and all those things that you can't put a dollar sign on. The message is clear. In today's world of work, kindness is not a luxury. It is a necessity. Organizations are increasingly being judged on their actual rather than their claimed behavior. Those who pass the test will enjoy significant customer and employee loyalty. And those who fail? Well, sooner or later, the boycotts, bad publicity, and poor reviews will start hitting them where it hurts. It's one of the least spoken about approaches to business, but an attitude of kindness is an underrated and powerful force that can create a competitive business advantage. A single act of kindness can create such an unforgettable experience that in an instant it can affect how clients and colleagues view or treat you from there on. The ability to form friendships, to make people believe in and trust you is one of the few absolutely fundamental qualities of success. Selling, buying, negotiating are so much smoother and easier when the parties enjoy each other's confidence. People who can make friends quickly will find that they will glide instead of stumble through life. And it doesn't stop there. Kindness has been shown to create a ripple effect that passes that intention on to others. It strengthens connections so that everyone benefits from the enhanced relationships and productivity that stems from it. Kindness develops trust, influence, and rapport. It turns out that our brains are actually hardwired to respond to kindness and trust. When someone is kind and respectful to us, our predict. When someone is kind and respectful to us, our brains produce more oxytocin and dopamine, which helps us relax, feel open to others, and be more sharing and cooperative. But when we feel threatened or disrespected, the opposite effect occurs, what neuroscientists call an amygdala hijack, where our fight-or-flight instinct kicks in, not the best recipe for fostering teamwork and productivity. The growing cries for workplace kindness should not come as a shock. Today, I'm going to share five key takeaways for creating a kinder workplace. First, recognize the inspirational power of kindness. You were born to do so much more than pay bills and die, says blogger Becca Martin. Find your own personal mission within your workplace. Use your corner of the world to do good and do it well. No matter what our individual job description, we are all contributors to the culture in which we live and work. 
For those of us who find ourselves in a workplace where we feel encouraged by our coworkers and inspired by our work, celebrate it. And for heaven's sake, don't take it for granted. A positive and healthy workplace culture is a living organism that can be fragile and requires proactive care and attention from every member. Being kind at work can inspire greater results, better ideas, and improve relationships. You can't have a negative vibe in a company where ideas are currency. Every time you shut someone down, you might be shutting down a money-making idea. No matter what your role entails, you were born to add unique value. Every decision you make can be an extension of your personal mission. Where you eat your lunch, the level of commitment you put into your day-to-day duties, your tone of voice, the words you choose to express your perspectives, the words you choose not to say. What I do know is that the inspirational power of kindness is an infinite, transformative energy that shows up in countless generous actions and selfless good deeds. It feels great to give because the goodness of generosity flows in all directions. Second, saying thank you builds businesses. As Thanksgiving Day rapidly approaches, we all begin to get an attitude of gratitude. Americans are accustomed to the idea of setting aside time once a year to be thankful for their families and the good fortune they've enjoyed throughout the year. But when did you last set aside time to be thankful in your business life? How often do you thank your customers or your staff? Taking time to thank your customers' employees for their relationship with you has real power. They are your partners in success and should be treated accordingly. A study in the Journal of Marketing showed that when a jewelry store called and thanked a group of their customers, they subsequently spent 70 more percent than the group of customers who weren't called. Thanking customers builds their relationship with you and increases their loyalty to your business. Given the benefits of taking easy steps to nurture customer loyalty, can you afford not to show your gratitude? The power of a simple thank you to your employees cannot be underestimated. Appreciation produces higher levels of enthusiasm and satisfaction, resulting in a happier work and motivated staff members. Happier workers work harder, and this leads to better results. A study by Burson and Associates suggests that companies that place a premium on thanking their employees outperform other companies by 14% with respect to employee engagement, productivity, and customer service. After this break, I'm going to come back and hit you with number three, four, and five on how you can create a kinder workplace. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. 
Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is the new wealth. Kindness is the new cool. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Having a great conversation with you on how you can make your business much kinder. I want to talk about the third way to create a kinder workplace, which is to encourage kind behavior. Daniel Lubetsky, founder and CEO of Kind LLC, ensures his company lives up to its name. The company's mission statement is to create a kinder, healthier world, one act, one snack at a time. Kind reinforces its mission by recognizing each other's acts of kindness with kindos, or internal emails that offer praise, gratitude, or celebration. As a result, people are encouraged to celebrate kindness and look for more opportunities to exhibit that behavior. When a colleague is struggling, choose empathy. Whether it's a personal struggle or job-related, knowing your coworkers have your back is, in my opinion, one of the defining characteristics of a kindness culture. Send flowers. Take time to listen. Share the load. Whatever your language, use your voice and your actions to help your teammate get through it. I kind of think of it like this. Simply give others a bit of yourself. A thoughtful act, a helpful idea, a word of appreciation, a lift over a rough spot, a sense of understanding, or a timely suggestion. You take something out of your mind, garnished in kindness, out of your heart, and put it into the other person's mind and heart. Number four, make kindness a prerequisite of leadership. The old stereotype about the jerk in the corner office leading a corporation through nothing but grit, testosterone-fueled dominance, and a willingness to throw anyone under the bus to increase profits is outdated. 
emotionally intelligent servant leaders understand that kindness isn't about being soft or weak, but rather connecting deeply with your people by genuinely caring about them and the world we inhabit. Cheryl Batchelder, the former CEO of Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen, detailed in her book, Dare to Serve, How to Drive Superior Results by Serving Others, helped transform a stagnant restaurant brand using servant leadership, consciously creating a new workplace that treated people with respect and dignity while challenging them to perform at their highest levels. Batchelder and her team listened intently and responded to the needs of restaurant owners collaboration increased, and people were prioritized. This turnaround success resulted in her receiving the 2015 Norman Award from Nation's Restaurant News for Outstanding Leadership. Perhaps you've heard the popular saying, people don't leave their companies, people leave their managers. As it turns out, nice managers have more engaged employees. Nice managers care about their staff, notice their contributions, and are quick to praise good work. In turn, companies with engaged employees have better productivity, profitability, and customer ratings, and lower rates of turnover, absenteeism, and quality issues. Kindness has been proven to have an impact on people's happiness, and happier people are 12% more productive. Kind leadership brings in all the different elements of authenticity, transparency, warmth, building trust, and empowering people. So when I talk about kindness, what I really mean is including a little of each of these different subsections of being a good leader in your day-to-day approach and intent. This is about intentional leadership with a clear understanding of how we show up for ourselves and our employees. Kindness empowers people to lead with positivity, purpose, and an open-mindedness that embraces new ideas. A lot of this comes down to trust. If leaders show kindness, they accelerate trust and in turn create happier, more empowered employees who will be inspired to deliver better results. Number five. Adding a little spark of kindness can put a colossal burst of sunshine into someone's day. Those sparks, better known as random acts of kindness, can be as simple as putting on a fresh pot of coffee for others before a meeting, organizing a fundraiser within the workplace to support a local nonprofit in your community, set up a happy hour, or book tickets to create opportunities for socializing outside of work, you know, go out and have some fun together, introducing a colleague to a contact in your professional network, being a cheerleader for someone else's idea or project, telling your boss what you appreciate about them, taking a coworker out to lunch, or bringing them back a sandwich because you're already going to the sub shop yourself, giving someone else a break, Bringing in books you love so you can pass them on. Becoming a mentor. Bringing in fresh fruits, vegetables, or in my case, jars of honey to share from your own garden. Giving a compliment. Or how about something as simple as a smile? One of my favorite quotes by an unknown author is this. A smile costs nothing but gives much. It takes but a moment, but the memory can last forever. It enriches those who receive without making poor those who give. It creates sunshine in the home, fosters goodwill in business, and is the best antidote for trouble. 
and yet it cannot be begged, borrowed, or stolen, for it is of no value unless freely given away. Some people are too busy to give you a smile, so give them one of yours, for the good Lord knows that no one needs a smile so badly as he or she who has no more smiles left to give. A strong link has been found between good health, longevity, and smiling. When you are kind to another person, even in a small way, it has a positive effect by helping that person feel valued and supported. If you make such acts of kindness a regular habit, it's actually good for your health and even slows your body's aging process. Kind people are not just nice in situations when most people are nice. They are nice even in situations where niceness is not expected. They'll listen and you'll feel heard. They'll surprise you with their help and ideas. When you feel heard, you feel good. When you get help, you feel good. And you just can't help but like the other person who helped you. Then reciprocity kicks in, according to Robert Caldini's Principles of Influence. When you get something, you feel like you need to give back in return. You can't help but do something nice for the person who helped you. And that's how kind people get even more back in return. If you want to gather honey, don't kick over the beehive. Before being quick to judge someone for their actions, you should always try to put yourself in their shoes. Everyone is human, after all, and certainly we've all muddled things up from time to time. Most of us have acted in ways we regret. We've been preoccupied or forgetful, missed the mark on a project, miscommunicated, and misunderstood. If we perceive that a coworker has dropped the ball or missed expectations, consider a conversation before criticism. There may be more to the situation that is apparent at first glance. Chances are you'll both come away with a broader perspective. Crucial conversations are necessary in all relationships, but when we approach them with the goal of finding understanding, we're more likely to achieve a positive result. Kindness allows us to effectively navigate conflict. One unexpected key to resolving conflict is kindness. While we often celebrate the autocratic leader who manages conflict by fighting for his vision, the research shows that kindness, empathy, and understanding actually lead to better results. One of my favorite books of all time is The Richest Man in Babylon. One of the rules in this book is that when you make money, you are supposed to give away 10% of it to charity or some other good cause. The idea is when you give away 10% of your income, you will realize how much abundance there is and you will become less attached to money. While this book makes this point, and I believe there is truth to it, there is another important point about giving away money as well. When you help and give to others, you create positive energy that is directed back at you. There is nothing more important than having positive energy directed back at you. The more positive energy you have directed at you, the better your life and everything in it is going to be. I discovered long ago that if you want to experience more kindness in your life, the first step is to be more kind to yourself by taking breaks, resting, recharging, doing things that you enjoy. I meet lots of very thoughtful, kind, and generous people who are precious pearls in their community, but many forget to be kind to themselves as well and often end up feeling exhausted, ill, and frustrated because they are not getting their personal needs met. 
Sometimes this results in feelings of burnout, resentment, and depression. Giving to others at the expense of what you need yourself is not sustainable, whereas being kind to yourself gives you greater capacity to be kind to others. As Mahatma Gandhi once said, be the change that you wish to see in the world. In other words, whatever you want to feel or experience, such as love, happiness, confidence, or success, you first need to feel and live them yourself. Then, notice how others respond to you and the opportunities that present themselves. Kindness is good for your physical health, your emotional well-being, and makes you more attractive to others. Kindness is one of the invisible currencies of happiness, health, and success in all areas of life. In business, there is plenty of scope for being kind, too. To act with kindness and generosity toward yourself and others— As a human being, it's impossible to ignore your approach to kindness and the part this plays in your business success. Thank you for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time. Same station for The Sherry Hill Show. Everyone is excited about real estate in northern Nevada, and you will be too after you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Hear what the experts have to say about finding a home, getting a mortgage, investment property, and which neighborhood is right for you. Maybe you purchased your first property recently. Now you have more questions than ever. Get the answers to your questions, plus tips on how to make your next real estate transaction better. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., right here on 1180 AM Radio, Nevada Real Estate Radio.